Hello and welcome to the SBA. We are the Small Business Advisors bringing you content that you care about. Today's episode is about small business activism. Now, Joe, I know you have very strong opinions on this, so I'm going to just pass it over to you immediately. As a business, you don't have money for lobbyists, especially as a small business owner. It's really tough, and oftentimes you feel like you live on an island. You have no neighbors, no friends. Um, you know, I, I've been involved with an organization called Job Creators Network, and there's 31 million small business owners in the United States, and one of the, the beauties is we're not alone, right? I mean, here you have four small business owners uh, side by side trying to help out fellow small business owners. The key thing is, is you have to create this network. We talked about network in prior episodes and the importance of networking. You need to join an organization, become a member of it, and have fellow small business owners to fight for critical issues. Whether that's wage increases, whether that's uh, mandated health insurance, whether that's redistribution of wealth, whatever those issues may be, these are non-political issues, even though we like to lump them into the political issue world. But politics, there's not, you know, when I teach class at the colleges, I hold up a $100 bill and I say to anyone who can tell me where business is not affected by politics, you can keep this Benjamin Franklin, who's my best friend. I, I love <laughs> to carry him around with me. But I will give you one of my Benjamin Franklins if you can show me and tell me where politics is not involved in small business. In seven years of teaching at a university, at a college, I have never once had a student pierce that. Even in big speeches with 3,000 people in an audience or 5,000 people in an audience, I do the same challenge. They can't do it. So what does that mean for you, the small business owner? It really truly means that you need to unite. When the issues are coming up on the forefront, you need to start pushing back and start saying, regardless of where you're at, this is being an American, an American first, where you're going out there and you're fighting for your rights. This is what you have to do. Because if you allow Washington, D.C. or some other governing body dictate how you're going to run your business, you eventually will be out of business. So unite with friends and family. When there's a mandatory shutdown, think about this. That would have never happened in this country if people would have left their establishment, walked up and down the blocks. You look at the state of New Jersey as an example with a gym owner opening up, sanitizing, spending all this money, got raided by a SWAT team with firearms drawn on him for having his business open. So if he went block to block and got every single small business owner and said, we're opening up. If every chamber of commerce had guts right, and opened up and said, we're all opening no matter what. That's advocacy. You stand together. You're not breaking the law. You're defending your private property rights to be open. That is your individual right. So I know you're busy and I, and I really know that you're working hard because small business is seven days a week. It doesn't shut off when you kill the light switch when you leave at home. You're stressed, you're overworked, you're just completely fatigued. But this is worth it. Unite with other small business owners. Get involved with small business organizations. Let them advocate for you and help you educate other small business owners and stand together. Because if everybody stood up, you will not be shut down. And that is a critical, critical point That's, in advocacy. Yes. That's a perfect example. Uh, one of the uh, another ones that was very heartbreaking for me was that case of the restaurant owner who spent like 
like 10, 15 grand uh, adjusting their restaurants so that they can have outdoor dining to only be shut down anyways right. to then have a tent put up outside right in front of their business of another restaurant opening up, but it's okay that they're under a tent because they're they're outside, but they're inside. That was in New the York tent. City. Yeah, it was New York City. Yep. But then this person who literally changed their entire facade of their building to be outside compliance was shut down. But just because they have a tent, now they're open. This is winners and losers. This yeah. is because the one restaurant advocated with the mayor who was enforcing the ordinances and they were friends. So picking winners and losers. So we hear this term all the time, picking winners and losers. This is when someone has said, well, your grocery store is, um, is, um, is uh, necessary, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, but that little mom and pop grocery store... Not necessary. Not necessary. And this really is what happened. And government controlled the winners, who was necessary, and the losers, who was not necessary. Crippling these individuals. By the way, they go to the church in the local communities. They're drinking coffee from the local coffee shops. They're buying cars from the local dealers. They're putting gas in from the local gas stations. Landscapers, dry cleaners... They're stimulating this economy up and down all over the place, and you're crushing and crippling them. It's just not fair. You have to advocate. Absolutely. Yeah. Tally, I'd like to get your perspective on this because you are an entrepreneur, and mm -hmm. uh, I know we had a discussion a little while ago about how you wanted to get more involved with other businesses and networking. And so what were your thoughts on this? Well, I would like to get together with other businesses and and do some networking because I really think it will help my bottom line it would also help for me to expand with them and we can help each other out um, all that being said It's frustrating, it's, right? Yeah, it's, it's really yeah. frustrating. It's, it's tough because, yeah, back to Joe's point, uh, how to even begin, right? There's not a lot of networks out there that you can immediately jump on to right. make this connection, right? But, you know, there is strength in numbers, right? Yeah. And whether it's a, you know, whether it's an organized entity or it's a loosely organized entity or a completely disorganized entity, um, you know, strength in numbers will always give you, as a small business, as, as small business owners, the power um, to be able to advocate in the same ways that the big boys with the large lobbying arms can do mm -hmm. um, you know but essentially you are your own lobbyist at the end of the day um, and how much you put into the role of lobbying for the things that are necessary to your business will determine the outcome it's self-determination at the end of the day um, so I, I, I don't want anyone to feel you know to feel intimidated by that it's not like you have to have you know an army of 20 attorneys that are out there um, you know trying to comb through every single statute for you know for the benefit of your business it really doesn't take that um, just organizing with your own uh, local chamber of commerce getting involved with the job creators network and utilizing the resources that are available to you there um, is huge that is a that is a think tank and advocacy group of the highest order for people just like you and they um, put everything together for you absolutely they do they right they do the legwork yeah, yeah they say hey we're going to washington dc right. which small business owners want to show up and you get tens of thousands of small business owners talking directly to congressmen sure. or at local states you know they go to the mm -hmm. state governments and they talk to them directly and 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 you're there as a small business the problem is we don't have the time we think to ourselves 
to speak up. Sure. We think yep. nobody, there's no podium there. There's no microphone for individuals to listen. That changes. When you when you power up like that and you have a body, you know how confident, Talia, you become when you have four small business owners sitting side by side advocating for other small business owners versus the voice. I know when we all met, we were saying, I feel like I live on an island. I mean, that's what you said. Is I feel like I'm the only small business out there experiencing what I'm experiencing. But then I hear it from everybody else. My coworker, or my, my peers in my industry, now I'm hearing they're experiencing what I'm, I'm experiencing. And I, the way I feel with all of these activism and, every, and with all these lockdowns and everything, it's really taken away from our ability to be able to live for ourselves. And yeah. to be able to provide not just for ourselves but for our families and for our own future and by taking all this away from us you know it's it makes it tough it makes people again not even want to bother working because oh what's the point it's going to get shut down again you know to your point and and you could you could touch on this and, and, and same with you rc it is so much harder because if you're thinking to yourself as a small business owner now like you say to yourself I don't have the time to take out of my schedule to go and advocate for or against something. Um, so I just need to stay focused on what I'm doing. I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to watch what's going on in the world. But then you have to remind yourself one simple thing. And this is what I do for myself. I have to remind myself, how much harder is this for me to try to reverse after the damage is done? And just changing the narrative, just changing the philosophy or thought behind it, right, mm -hmm. uh, changes everything. Because now you want to do it before it becomes a major problem. Yeah, proactive versus reactive, right? Yes. We talked about that. Another avenue that we haven't talked about yet with activism is you don't have to go in person. There are other things to get involved with. You can do social media, right? right. Think yep. of the power that social media has right now and how just uh, getting into the right circles within social media and how you can uh, you know, exponentially grow that voice and that message, right? Let's talk about that. I want, Ryan, jump in here because this is important. We're talking about advocating as if you should go and be fighting with everybody. Let's talk about messaging to other people who disagree with your opinion. So how would you go about, talk to us about communication. How would a small business owner communicate maybe with a uh, with a customer, a client, or another small business who opposes your view? Well, I think that's a fascinating question, um, and there's a number of different ways to answer that. But uh, the first thing that I want uh, that I want to put out there, and this, uh, you know, and this goes out to every single person that is listening to us on whatever platform it is that you're listening, you have a voice. Use it. Okay, um, and that's such an important thing when it comes to when it comes to small business owners because there's a lot of, a lot of the mentality out there is well you know what I'm just one person um, you know or we're just one group so to speak um, you know we can't affect change we can't affect a better outcome for the things and you know for the things that we're advocating for um, and that's completely untrue it's 100% untrue um, your your dream right your dream as a small business owner your money right everything that you have poured your heart and soul into is on the line right so why would you not even if you thought you didn't have a voice why would you not try to make your voice heard anyway it's extremely important to ensure that that voice um, is heard and whether someone wants to listen or not is up to that person. You don't have to be a great speaker. <laughs> right. You can email, mm -hmm. yeah. post messages sure. on Facebook, right? Absolutely. But how do you craft that when somebody has a differing view? You say, mm -hmm. let's say 
$25 an hour minimum wage rather sure. than fight for 50 mm -hmm. learn a new skill that's what job creators network whole platform is sure yeah. there should be no mm -hmm. $15 an hour minimum wage right. why not fight for $50,000 a year how do you do it mm -hmm. learn a different skill set add to your repertoire and naturally you will hit the $50,000 right. but let's hit the issue of dissenting opinions right because everybody you know everybody is going to disagree at some point I mean even you know even those of us here on this panel we disagree all the time on certain yeah, things yeah. Um, but the whole point is you know stick to your convictions right and also stick to the facts you know if you're a small business owner and you can afford to pay somebody $25 $35 an hour and you want to do that by all means if it makes sense for your budget go ahead and do it right um, but if it doesn't speak to the economics of it that's the thing you know when we get when we get down into the weeds of opinion that's when things start to go wrong stick to the facts of why you can't or cannot do something right uh, because then the other person's dissenting opinion um, it gets highlighted as exactly that an opinion that is not predicated on tangible facts or tangible numbers that's a very good point, but I also want to um, bring in, don't forget the human aspect of this, Thank right? You. There you go. Yeah, we yeah. cannot yeah. just right. abandon mm -hmm. all of this and go, no, I am correct no matter what, here's the reasons why. You, you want to make sure that you cater this message in a way that it, it, it doesn't come across as combative, but sure. is firm enough to where you are still making your points, right? I always, and I love that you brought that up, I always bring it up this way uh, when I'm teaching a class or whatever else. As a leader or as a manager, if you f solely focus on the numbers, 90% of the time you're going to lose the argument. If mm -hmm. you focus on emotion, we could relate. Absolutely. We as people relate to emotion. So what you do is you sprinkle in emotion and, and, um, and, and fact and numbers, right? And you will prevail. And I use this little story as like, if you're telling somebody about, I have a little tiny German Shepherd puppy, and they had a litter of nine. I had to bottle feed each one because the mommy died. But did you know three? You know, three out of those nine little puppies are are are, are not going to make it statistically. It makes me cry. They whimper. I hold them. I kiss them every single day. And then, you know, that's one approach. The other one is, uh, you know, three three out of four. Three out of four, um, three out of nine, I'm sorry, puppies will, will die. I mean, one just fall, falls off the cliff. Nobody wants to hear about the other one. They want to hear about the emotion mm -hmm. of this, you know, and you still used on both of them the statistic. Yeah. I, as business owners and business-minded people, we're constantly looking at Excel sheets. We're yeah. so obsessive yeah. over numbers right. that we have to remember not everyone's like us. Yeah. Right. We want to make sure that we have that human aspect, of, to your point, of the emotion of bringing out the argument through the means of, like you are saying, I care for these puppies. I love these puppies. Yeah. Unfortunately, here's a statistic about the puppies. Yeah. If we just went, boom, four out of nine are going to die. Well, right. sure. ooh, that's just a statistic, right? right? Yeah. Well, I think everybody would love to pay their employees a million dollar per year bonus. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, that. we can't do it just because of, you right, know, because right. of numbers. Um, yeah. But, you know, the other thing that I wanted to dispel is that, uh, you know, is that just because somebody has a dissenting opinion about something, don't, as a business owner, don't take it as an attack against your brand mm -hmm. or against you personally. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, um, even if it looks that way, if it feels that way, this is one of those things where that kind of breaks down a little bit. Yep. Um, so just keep that in mind when you're out there. Don't take dissenting opinions personally. I think that is a perfect message to end on. Don't take it personally. And with that, we are the SBA, the Small Business Advisors, bringing you content that you care about. Thank you for like, sharing, and subscribing. Please comment down below. Is there something on this topic that we didn't cover? Is there another topic that you'd like for us to cover in the future? We'll see you in the next video.